Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Okay, uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, and we are off and running. Don't here. ask uh, if you don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, just you brought it up, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, competitive eating is competitive eating. Well, I guess. You know. um, all right, uh, it is Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are, making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing. So we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific right here, Fox Sports Radio. So uh, here, I'll try my and best to gross go. you out. Uh, it worked. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely worked. I'll tell you yeah. later, Brady. Huh? I'll oh, tell you man. Later. Yeah. Yeah, you is, probably uh, won't want Well, then again, you might it's want hard. Know. It's hard to gross out Jonas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got it. All right. Uh, it was good. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Okay, so uh, we opened up the show talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post. Uh, he posted a, um, you know, like a you know, appreciation, uh, appreciate those around you. It was uh, his uh, ex fiance. I'm assuming they're it's ex fiance. And by the way, why that's anybody's business, I have no idea. But um, his, uh, I love how we love to put that on there, though. But you don't want to be wrong, right? Yeah. Is it ex? I, Is it current? It, it just no, like, you know, know what the weirdest thing was, though? I saw people after. After the news came out that uh, they had, you know, broken up or whatever, and people were like, huh, 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 uh, looks like Aaron Rodgers isn't going to get that second ring after all. <laughs> it's like, get a life. Like, seriously, so get dumb. get a life. I mean, it's like this guy, like their his relationship, who cares what, who he's dating <laughs> or whatnot? I mean, he's still got to explain himself why he walked away from Olivia Munn. But again, I don't want to get into all that stuff. That's a whole nother conversation for another time. But he, you know, showed appreciation to his teammates, his coaches, all that stuff. So People ran with that, and they were thinking, "Okay, well, well now what? What does this mean uh, for uh, for Aaron Rodgers moving forward? What does this mean uh, for the Green Bay Packers?" Uh, uh, Brian Gutenkunst is set to meet with the media coming up on Wednesday, um, and uh, and so people are speculating. All right, was this a retirement? Is he walking away? Well, um, there have been some um, some odds out there on uh, teams in which Aaron Rodgers may end up with next. Now he is a favorite to go back to Green Bay, but people have mentioned the Broncos. They've mentioned the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One of those teams that's been thrown out there, a potential uh, destination for Aaron Rodgers, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. But um, that's not going to happen. All right, that is not going to happen. Uh, because uh, according to their general manager, Kevin Colbert, if the season started today... Mason Rudolph would be their starting quarterback. So here it is. Uh, I think uh, I don't know why everyone's laughing. All right. Uh, so uh, is that Miles Garrett uh, uh, hitting the laugh track button? Uh, <laughs> oh so, uh, wow! I'm just too saying, soon. Well, too, I'm just, too soon. I'm just saying. So so listen, uh, Brady. Apparently, uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, if the season started today, right here on February twenty second, two thousand twenty two, Mason Rudolph would be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about that? Big news. Kind of. <clears throat> Kind of interesting. I mean, I know they've they've kept him there. They drafted him. 
they feel maybe comfortable or at least confident in what he is or what he's not. Not sure he, he fares well in comparison to the other quarterbacks in that division. If that's who you're going with, right, you're going up against three other guys who are first-round picks, two of which were number one overall picks, okay? A former league MVP in Lamar Jackson. A, I, I guess I'm not sure what you call uh, Joe Burrow. He's the comeback player of the year, but uh, the, the truth is, you know, he, he's one of those guys you looked at and said, all right, he's probably one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Baker Mayfield, who was the number one overall pick, who also was Offensive Rookie of the Year, and it showed at times his ability to be one of the better quarterbacks in this league. So that's what you're going up against within your division. More specifically, kind of interesting that you'd get kind of that, that bedlam, that battle of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State former quarterbacks. We've seen Baker Mayfield and Mason Rudolph go back and forth before, but I, I just think it pales in comparison to the rest of your division. And if that's what you're rolling out, then I think there's a lot of teams who feel confident about their ability to either win the AFC North or go into Heinz Field, which to me is one of the tougher environments to try to go win a football game. And I think they feel a lot more confident about their chances. So, look, I don't think they're done this offseason, whether that's via the draft or trying to make something happen with a trade. And let me just throw this out there. A lot of stuff going on in regards to the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, oh their front office, and the timing oh of all of it. Boy. But we have seen the Patriot, or excuse me, the Steelers stand by a quarterback in oh. Ben Roethlisberger who went through some off-the-field issues. They stood by him. They, they, you know, he was obviously penalized by the league, but was on the other side. I think this is an organization that. Maybe once things are more cleared up, would be willing to be in the sweepstakes for one Deshaun Watson, especially considering their history and track record of players who've had these sorts of issues off the field before. But that? I, don't, I don't think anything is off the table in terms of guys you're going to potentially go after if they're available um, big name guys that still may be under contract with the teams that they belong to currently. As far as with Aaron Rodgers, the 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 one thing that I kind of struggle with is if the first thing that I think of when I think back to honors and how he spoke on his his acceptance speech, and then seeing this seeing this tweet is he's heading towards retirement. That's what it says to me is that he might retire. But my whole thing is, if he was really going to retire, why keep hinting at the fact that you're going to retire? Right? It's like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to announce my retirement, and we'll ret- we'll go from there. But the fact that he keeps hinting to the fact that he's going to retire makes me curious as to what where you're trying to lead people. Like, it, I just get the feeling on how I've watched him handle things in the media. Everything is a setup. He's setting you up for something, whatever's next. I'm setting you up for something, whatever's next. What is this setup? What was the setup in honors? What is the setup right now? Like, what's the setup? You're you're showing gratitude. You, you generally show, like, I mean, you can show gratitude in the moment, but are you really showing gratitude when you're still going? 
like, oh, I want to thank my my girlfriend, current ex. Who cares? And is that like you said? That's his business. You're you start off with that. Like you're giving another speech for what it's worth. You gave a Twitter speech. So are you sticking the landing to your retirement? Or are you creating a, a conversation? Like, are you doing this to be, you know, this is provocative enough to say, all right, let's have a conversation about Aaron Rodgers and what's taking place next. Because to me, I think the worst thing that could happen to Aaron Rodgers right now is for things to get too quiet. I think it doesn't work into in his favor if whatever it is he's trying to get done, whether it be to stay in Green Bay or to, to land somewhere else, it's not in his best interest to allow the the conversation surrounding him to die down. So this could be just him making sure he keeps people talking about him and keep his name front of mind and in the the, the media circles so that it can keep people talking and that's going to put more pressure on Green Bay. And that's why I said if Green Bay's smart, as you mentioned earlier, Brady, in terms of getting ahead and staying ahead with the media, why not just dictate? Like here's what we're doing. Do you want to come like do you want to come back to this or not? And if so, then we got to move on. You know, because you don't want to allow this to drag out under his if I'm Green Bay, I don't want it to drag out under his terms. I mean, if him, Roethlisberger, and Brady all retired in the same offseason, I mean... It'd be the most epic quarterback's retirement Oh, the, year Hall, the ever. Hall of Fame class uh, five years from now. Would I mean, you, pretty, could, yeah, yeah, you put right at the top of the list. So anybody that's in their final year of eligibility or however that works uh, going into that year, uh, good luck. Because uh, three spots have already been taken. I, I find it hard to believe that he will walk away. I don't think that's happening. Um, uh, whether Maybe you he's know, trying to find peace with walking away with it. Maybe he's seeing how he feels when he he puts it out there. And I don't know, but yeah. the, it just has retirement written on it when he when the way he re, maybe words he just it. feels lonely and he misses you know his hey, friends and, and people. You, and you could feel that way. That that could I mean, play a is, part. This is that time of the year. You felt lonely yesterday. Season, yeah. Right? yeah, you hit us up this morning. Like yeah. man, I couldn't wait yeah. to get back to you guys. Yeah. Like I mean, it happens. Yeah, you get yeah. lonely. You know, Sam, maybe he feels lonely. Yeah. I mean, for me, spooning. If I don't get the spoon, I feel lonely. And then I feel different. Yeah. I don't feel as confident about myself. So maybe he's having a moment. You just don't have a, end up like that skier, you know. Well, we talked I about mean, earlier. that's, you know, you be, that's yeah. dangerous to spoon if you're in that situation. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. yeah. Sir, put yeah, down the might, knife. Yeah. Um, there might not be any return from that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a fair point. Uh, so do we end think. Up in uh, the Bobbitt uh, segment uh, of the house. This, you know? So. So do we think uh, um, if I say uh, over under by Friday, do we have a decision from Aaron Rodgers? How are we feeling? Because I think it's happening this week. I think we're getting a decision this week from Aaron Rodgers. I think it's going down. I say over. You think it's gonna? He's gonna hang on even longer? Try and figure this I out. I think if Green Bay allows him to do it, he's gonna he's gonna do it. <sighs> I just think Green Bay can't allow for him to stretch them out. Like get get Jordan Love in the mindset that it's his team. Or get Jordan Love in the mindset that it's still a Rod's team. Like I think you just got it. You got to do it for the the health of your team moving forward, regardless, one way or the other. 
I, I, I just, uh, as far as that goes, uh, we'll see how it all plays out. And he's going to talk, obviously, I think, with uh, Pat McAfee and AJ's brother, uh, AJ, or Brady's brother, AJ Hawk. And then he's got Brian Gutenkunst got a meeting set up tomorrow to talk with the media. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, when it comes to the. Th- what do you think that's going to spur a lot of action? I have no idea. I Listen, yeah. I, I'm just bragging that I know that stuff. That's it. That's all that was. Yeah. Just adding a little layer to this. Uh, Is his but- weekly appearance on the McAfee show today? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Um, Also, uh, when it comes to the Steelers, what would you rather see them do? All right, more interesting scenario. Go with Mason Rudolph. No. No. Draft Kenny Pickett. Yes. Or or trade for Deshaun Watson. Ooh, I don't know. Come on, man. They missed out on Dan Marino. They missed out on Dan Marino, the pit legend. Do you think they're going to another pit legend just walk away, walk right by him in the draft again, LeVar? Come Uh, on. I I mean, go ahead. I I, I was just going to say, if Deshaun Watson clears everything he's got going on and he went to Pittsburgh, I will say this. He would be a very well-received and a very well-appreciated dude to begin with. Yep. To begin with, like I, I think that the city would get excited about him. Um, I, th- I think there are a lot of things that are going towards Pittsburgh right now where you always look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is always at the precipice of doing things that, well, they take a stand and and they take a stand in the, on the side of what they feel is the best stance to take, whether it was with Mike Vick. Um, and I know he went to Philly first, but, you know, it's, they still took a chance on him bringing him into Pittsburgh, whether it's bringing in uh, Flores now with everything he's got going on. Um, and Deshaun Watson would be considered to be a very, very uh, risky, you know, risky situation for anybody who would choose to bring them on. But if there's an organization that you say, you know what, they come here and they can kind of try to rebuild and recreate what they are. Pittsburgh is one of those markets that well, it would allow for him to be able to do we, so. We've already seen him do it. Again, again with, with Big Ben, I mean, we've, we've already seen yeah. them be able to stand by a player and support him through it. I mean, Lord only knows what Antonio Brown was doing yeah. uh, that we were unaware <laughs> of. So, you know, um, that's a great point. Because it's probably now that we know what we know, it's probably was that rabbit hole was very, very, very deep. <laughs> you would still be falling down that rabbit hole right now if he was still in yeah. Pittsburgh. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. So was, uh, yeah, when, when Mike Tomlin, uh, you know, came out afterwards, everyone was like, "God, he seems so uh, relieved that Antonio Brown's gone." And then there were reports that came out. They're like, "You have no idea how bad it was." Like just behind the scenes, that whole uh, the whole chaos there. So, mm. but it, but it's good that uh, that was a one off with Antonio Brown. He's had no other issues with any other team since you know so they good. said things were deteriorating between uh tom brady and bruce arians bruce arians vehemently said i do not want that dude on this team yeah i wonder if that played a major part in and their deterioration of of their relationship you know if, that, if that's true yeah, i mean yeah. you'd have to assume that there's something like i said i'm right with my man rich richie orney like I ride with him, I don't think he's going to put anything out there that is inaccurate. So if Ornberger said that there's there's something to that, I think there's something to it. I wonder what was the catalyst of it. Like it's just not going to be. You're not going to lose a relationship with somebody over how the plays are drawn up. You're just not. You could have creative differences, but you're not going to have that. 
So I, you know, I, I wonder if it's because you wanted, you forced me to bring in Antonio Brown, and he turned out to be the dude that he turned out to be, which is totally off topic and subject, but mm-hmm. it just made me think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's I just a- wonder if the Bucks were like, hey, instead of putting it into a bonus in his contract, if we just would have been better off giving him the extra money. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if this whole thing was, like, with Antonio Brown and Tom Brady and the Bucks, like, was it about him? I mean, now it's surfaced out that he wasn't getting, what, targeted enough, getting the yeah. ball up. Just give him the money. Yeah. What was it, $300,000? <laughs> just, just pay him, and then that way you wouldn't have had to worry about any of it. Like, it, I almost wonder if they look back on it and go, ah. Maybe we still would have them. Maybe we would have been happy. I don't know. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so coming up next, uh, there's a team in the NFL that's going to look a lot different next season based on some of these moves. We'll have that for you right here at FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Coming up, uh, we'll call it a little over five minutes from now, we are going to have a uh, discussion about what what should have been a really great idea. A really great idea, a lot of money involved, uh, a football story, and it's been ruined. Ruined, and we will get the answers to why it's been ruined uh, coming up here uh, on FSR. Um, now, um, there had been uh, the, these rumblings that uh, potentially uh, Sean McVay uh, would consider broadcasting. Um, you know, these uh, there's been a lot of moving and shaking in the, uh, uh, on his coaching staff um o'connell going to minnesota now we've got uh, former assistants who were in the sec who are now coming back and just all this stuff is sort of happening and then you know according to uh, the sports business journal uh, the doubleheader monday night football game in the first four weeks is going to be brought back next year but uh, unfortunately uh, because they're morons uh, they don't want to you know use them back to back they want to stagger them so you're going to have two games on at the same time and now we're trying to figure out if sean mcveigh is going to be a part of that broadcast booth. There's a lot going on here uh, with this LA Rams, uh, these defending Super Bowl champions uh, who are, you know, paying for women that fall off stages, who have a questionable background on Twitter, Aaron Donald, all this stuff. Just sort of a very bizarre start to an offseason for a Super Bowl champion, I would say. Very I bizarre. feel like it's the exact opposite of the Tampa Bay Bucks that <laughs> run it back. Whereas outside of uh, their parade where people were like, hey, Tom Brady gets drunk. All right, cool. Like we found that out. Outside of that, it was like, all right, let's. We're getting all these guys back. Here's the contracts we've submitted. It's like everyone started. started hey, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I I don't. I'm not hearing that. I'm not getting a sense of that. I mean, it you would. It lead you to think that if Liam Cohen's coming back to be the play caller for the Rams, that Sean McVay would be the head coach, right? I mean, yeah. he wouldn't just hang around and start hiring guys that he's then going to dip and take a broadcasting job. But, you know, there's still that kind of hanging out there. I, I just I wonder if there's a negotiation or if there's a lot going on behind the scenes where Sean McVay is trying to let this whole thing die down and get a sense and feeling for where he's at personally and not getting wrapped up into the emotions 
and the parting of what was winning a Super Bowl. Because Sean McVay's never come out and clearly said, I'll be back. He's never said it once. He he gave out the chant at the uh, at the parade when everybody was liquored up and uh, he was talking about Aaron Donald, um, his fiance. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think this post might still be up there, Lavar, if you want to check it out. His fiance nah. um, posted uh, <laughs> posted on her, on her uh, you know, her Insta chat account or whatever it's called. That, We're going to uh, lose him. Uh, We're going to lose Lavar. No, yeah. no. No, no, he's focused. focused. Oh, yeah. He's totally focused. Right. Um, but uh, she posted that. Don't worry, he's not going to be retiring. But yeah, Sean McVay's had multiple opportunities. You know that happened in any given Sunday too. You what? remember the quarterback? You remember they was in the house and she slapped him oh, in the face yeah. and she was what? like, "You're going to get back out there Cap and you're going to play." Yeah, you're not allowed to stop. Yeah, Cap Rooney. Otherwise, this train stops. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh, wait. They call me. They call me Beeman. <laughs> oh, Willie wow. Beeman. Uh, just gonna let Willie Beeman come take your shine. <laughs> you gonna let somebody come take the shine of what you've built here? You're not walking away after winning a Super Bowl. Are you crazy? Do you see who I am? I have a rep to maintain here. You ain't gonna mess this up for us. Yeah. You're gonna get your ass back in there and you're gonna coach. That's a good point. So she made sure she made the announcement for him. So I don't even know why it's a debate. Okay. But- she made the decision via Insta chat. And that's what it is. He hasn't specifically said it himself. Well, why? But here's the thing, right? How many coaches got to tell you they're leaving or they're coming back after they win a Super Bowl? Why did the story come out before then? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying stories come out. You know, you you try to create some some type of narrative or storyline that's intriguing, you know, to people to want to talk about. I don't I don't think that McVeigh is rolling out, man. And if he is. Then he is, and and then I'll you know I obviously I've been wrong before, so I have no problem saying hey I'm wrong again, but he said it at the 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 pep rally or or oh, at the the, the victory a lot of things rally. are said at a pep rally. Yeah, yeah I mean I get it. I don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know about winning pep rallies, Super Bowl pep rallies. I can't take it at face value. I, I mean, can't say I lived it. And Matt Stafford threw a woman off the stage at the at the well, uh, Super Bowl. Pep. You okay. know, you know that is that's reckless. What? Yeah, that, oh. throw any he woman off the stage. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry hey, about that. You know, it did come out sorry. that she was taking a picture for them though. You do know well, that. Yeah, came that out. was yeah. obvious, though. I mean, no, 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 she... no. Like they gave. Uh, apparently, the report said that they gave her their iPhone to take the picture. Oh no! That's what. I, apparently, that came out. So what that's you're... probably why she had to back up. She was using her own uh, equipment. Hey, Brady, I knew oh, there was something to it. So I knew there man. was something to it. So what you're saying is Matt Stafford's wife threw a pretzel at the woman, and that's why she fell off the stage. She threw is her. That what she threw her iPhone. Right, that okay. She threw her situation. iPhone at them, and she caught it and said, and "Let me get this that? this picture of you two. And she was backing up that to get a good picture of them, and fell the hell off that stage. That's what i'm hearing now i could be wrong but i i'm pretty certain i'm not being irresponsible in saying that that's something that surfaced well, since since it happened well let's just be irresponsible all the way through you know while we're at it uh anybody want to accuse anybody on the rams of peds while we're at it since uh, we're accusing i mean uh, are you thinking about aaron right. donald no, because i have never seen a transformation not. like that in my entire life absolutely not i've seen him when he was playing high school ball in, in my great hometown of pittsburgh pennsylvania he did not look like that in high school he did not look like that in college i wonder what he benches now, i'm not he saying benches? he's using anything i'm no. just saying that dude works out literally 23 hours out of 24 like, <laughs> like literally 23 out of 24 okay, hours he doesn't have long arms right aaron donald because he's, he's, he's a shorter he's, guy he's actually as he does have long he's 
he's very symmetrical to his size. What do you, if, so when you say he doesn't have long arms, he's not super long to begin with. He's not tall. Over under 400 pounds bench, Aaron Donald. Over, oh, over, over easily. Okay. 450. If, if you would have said 500, I would have said, okay, now. I he's know. right around five. He's probably around, for, for a max, he's probably around 500. Jesus. I know I was at 500 when I was playing. Like my last Who two wasn't? years, I was close. And, and, you know, I, he's definitely at 500. 100%. What do you think you could throw up now? You. Me, oh, 135? <laughs> <laughs> You could do that one-handed. Shut up. 135. Uh, <laughs> oh, when it goes, it goes, bro. No, come on. 135, yeah. my ass. And when it goes, it goes, man. <laughs> 135. When it goes, it goes. Unbelievable. They said uh, if you don't if you don't use it, you lose it. That's what they said. Yeah. That's why, you know, that's why I do radio. Were they talking bench, though? Yeah, hell yeah. I think they were talking about the uh, the, the scheme. <laughs> exactly. And and he should have oh, took man. that that saying to mine and stopped <laughs> skiing. Like something doesn't feel right here. It's a little too cold. There's a little bit of freezing taking place. Like I need help. Like I need somebody to put a blanket on me, take me in. This is it. This Olympics is over for me. It's not worth it. Nope. I will not continue to cross country ski. In these conditions, I will not. <laughs> this is a ski, by the way. It's yeah. uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. That's Fox weird. Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady's coming Jonas back. Knox. All right, I mean, uh, he's I'll, coming back. I'll bet that he doesn't come back. Brady, what you are we make betting? A bet on Tim this? pole humps? No, no, I'm not I'm making not a bet on it. I think it'd be more entertaining if he didn't to see what the fallout would be there. I mean, Raheem Morris would be the like immediate. All right, like best head coaching candidate on that staff. Let's put him in there. Let's go. And you keep everything intact. Kind of similar to what the Saints did with Dennis Allen. That would make the most sense to me. But, you know, again, once those jobs come open, you have to open it up, you know, to a whole big, you know, search party and bunch of candidates and all that. Um, all right. Coming up 12 minutes from now, we're going to have the return of the BQ News. Uh, it was uh, yes. off yesterday, but it is back today. So we'll have that for you here on FSR. Yes. I mean, uh, you talk about all that money, all, all, that the, money. all the hope, all Straight the opportunity cash, for so many college football, uh, so many college uh, programs football out there programs. who are like, why can't we get why a shot can't we get in a the shot? college football playoff? <laughs> in the playoff. We want to want a shot and we it's want gone. a shot and it's yeah. gone gone Brady. you, you know what gone. i hate about this please tell is, us well all the people who kind of stood up to i i guess weigh in on all this are all the people who don't really understand or get it when you've got like chancellors or presidents of universities who are kind of speaking on behalf and weighing into for example, a conference's views on this, the ACC in particular with Jim Phillips, who was very outspoken about the health and safety of the players. And, and my response to that is always, what about D2, D3 as a playoff? Like, no one seems to talk about that playoff system and, and talk about whether or not it's too many games for those athletes, do they? So there's that conversation. Then there's the conversation of how the, they want to make sure that they get out in front of what's best for the student-athlete. Well, aren't they taking away NIL opportunities for those players? <laughs> like, wouldn't, wouldn't they potentially be able to profit more and more players be able to profit more off of their name, image, and likeness if more teams were included in a playoff for a potential national championship? Wouldn't that be better off for those players? I mean, I just I think the whole entire conversation is being controlled by or, or has all these people with different hands in it 
who don't necessarily have the best interest of student athletes in mind. Like right now for college football, there's a problem in the sport. And the problem is the sport's not inclusive enough to allow for a playoff format and players to go play for national championships. So you get opt-outs, you get all these issues. That then filters down into recruiting. Whereas, sure, you can have Texas A&M come and spend some ungodly amount of money to go buy a recruiting class, but what Alabama finish? Two? <laughs> okay. I mean, what Georgia finish? Somewhere in the top five? The, the truth is, if you are playing for a national championship, everyone wants to go there. Aside from NIL stuff, everyone wants to go there because they want a shot at winning one. If you include more teams with a chance to play for it, they've got more of the ability to recruit, talk about it. Hey, we were in it or we went on a run. We didn't make it, but come be with us and we'll make it next year. So I just I think it's bad for the sport. It's bad for the players. And I wish a lot of the people with agendas behind the scenes would get out of the way and just let this thing expand. Let's move forward. Yeah, it's just uh, all all the uh, it it felt like the commissioners and all the people uh, going back and forth uh, just finally said, screw it. Like, it's not uh, that this isn't happening. What's the point? And we'll just uh, we'll table it and we'll try and come back in a couple years. It just felt like they got tired. (laughs) They got some more pressing issues in their own minds that they have to address. And, And but I'm with Brady on that. Like, why not just figure it out? Just figure it out. But there's it's such it has always been a conversation of control as it applies to the NCAA. And this is just one of those those examples where you see it play out. There's so much so much at stake. They don't want to make make a mistake in what it is that they decide they're going to do. And and it's probably because the the people that are making decisions, they get so comfortable up in that that palace that they've they've built called the NCAA. And, and how it monopolizes on on all of these these uh, these athletes that are amateurs that you know why change why change things you know why make a mistake where I could possibly you know one of the biggest things I've learned in doing business when you when you start having conversations with major corporations about doing things and it doesn't fall within the exact scope of what they do they will not do it. And then you think about, well, why this is progressive, this could help, this, that, and the other. They're they're too scared to make a decision to do it. Or not even scared, maybe. Maybe it's just I'm comfortable where I'm at. Why would I make a decision that could possibly put me in in limbo with my job? And I think that that's what we're that's what we're seeing with the NCAA. They're being thrusted into a situation where a lot of decision makers within the NCAA are going to be on the chopping block depending on the decisions and the type of things that they do moving forward. Yeah, it's, They don't uh, want to be in that situation. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox uh, here with you on FSR. Coming up next, it is the return of the BQ News yes. as we put a bow on this bad boy right here. Fox Sports Radio. I'll put a bow on it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This song stinks. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, We are going to be back on the air, same time, same place, coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It'll be up shortly after we go off the air. We're going to have another edition of the BQ News uh, returning from a uh, three-day hiatus uh, here momentarily. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discovered. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company and that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply news. Turn on the news. let's go to the news desk what's the good news here's brady quinn yeah yeah big time what's up bq yeah yeah yeah, yeah. come on yeah Come on! He's there, everybody. Brady Quinn, he is there. Let's I do am. it. Yeah. Let's I am. do it. Uh, it's my fault. God forbid we have any. Let's do it. Sorry, Brady. Sorry, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, what do you want to start off with? Have you guys ever wanted to do a marathon or a half marathon or any of that stuff? Hell yes. no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so LeVar's out. <laughs> Jodas, you're in. Uh, yeah, I do a half. You do a half? Yeah, I would do a half marathon. Why not? I don't. I worry about my like knees and back and all that. I just feel like I wouldn't be good for it. Can I? Can I like cheat? I might make literally ten yards before I start hurting and to get fatigued. I don't doubt that. Like ten yards, forget about it. And jogging too. Right. Right. Like Um, done. How about this? So a Canadian man. He's running uh, a half marathon in Alberta. He goes for a Guinness Book of World Record, and he's going to run the half marathon while wearing 90 T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, The previous record, which was set in 2019, some dude, some British guy named David Smith ran one with 76 T-shirts on. So why not wear 77? I don't know. Maybe he felt like 77 would be too easy to break, so Mm -hmm. he upped it to 90. Um, but David Iliuk, I believe is how you pronounce it, he trained for five mom- months before the attempt, but he did hit some unforeseen difficulties with the weight, obviously, of 90 shirts and then the const- uh, constriction of his wardrobe. So he had a lot of issues within that first like lap, but uh, he had a team who was obviously running as well, and they kind of helped him get through it. Okay, these are V-necks, right? I don't know. There's so many. There could have been some, but I'm really not sure. Yeah, because if, if it's a regular crew neck shirt, to me, He'd that would be a problem. Yeah. You're going to choke out. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just like. That's how heavy that. Dude. I know. This story, <laughs> weird. this story to me. <laughs> what a loser. It, I mean, <laughs> all right. You, you kind of captured it. Yeah, get a life, buddy. You're a loser. Like, like I'm going to wear 90 t-shirts and run a marathon. Like. That's that that was what you dreamed of. Like that was your you know, I guess if you had the the idea of trying to sell t-shirts like like I'm going to auction off all 90 of these t-shirts or I'm creating a t-shirt line called 90 t-shirts. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like what's I get it if it's a branding ploy, but golly, like if that's really your li- like you made it. This is the pinnacle of your life. I ran a marathon and got in the Guinness Book of World Records for wearing 90 uh, shirts. Imagine I, I that, imagine that, that pickup line. 
So like, hey, what, what do you do? Uh, I'm the guy that uh, you know. <laughs> I run with 90 teeth. I, I ran with 90, so that that would mean uh, <laughs> it'd be nothing for me to run uh, with you in my arms. Uh, uh, yes, I know. I mean, <laughs> but uh, you know, hey, in in comparison, oh, well uh, in comparison, yeah, right, uh, right, you know, that, that's probably a better well story done. to talk about than some of the stuff coming out of Canada, right? So yeah, that's that, true. That's true. Yeah, in comparison. Uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, to, uh, on. Let's move on. One of our favorite cities, Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, there's a saying, right? Not everything uh, that happens in Las Vegas stays in Las yeah. Vegas, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if this necessarily applies, but, well, a Thai restaurant had some reports of about 30 patrons getting sick. And these patrons believe that, well, there was some THC in their food. Uh, uh, they ended up uh, health officials who are investigating the incident. They say that there were some unusual illnesses from the patrons um, who reportedly had increased heart rates, blurred vision, disorientation, loss of consciousness, numbness, tingling within oh, hours tingling. of being at the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> the tingling and the passing out part, I mean, I guess you got to embrace that. Everything else is a little bit sketchy. Uh, to me, uh, you know? I mean... <laughs> Uh, so, did, now, what, are the, what is T, THC is what? Like, uh, it is like the compound in can, it's the compound in cannabis oh, that produces weed. the high sensation. Oh, no. so synthetic weed. Like synthetic weed? Like that stuff? No, where, uh, like it's THC. just what's in, it's it's just in weed. Oh, okay. yeah. it's not, I don't it's smoke weed. Cannabis. I'm not really uh, up to speed on that stuff. All right. Here's the key thing, you. though. Some customers have told the local news outlets that they suspect there is THC in it because after they were seeking medical attention, they tested, they tested positive, positive for it. For it. Mm. So are you th- saying these patrons are full of it? They're trying to get some money back being cheap because they were smoking pot at some other point in time? Or you blame the restaurant in this case? 30 um, people now. I'm not blaming the restaurant. I just don't think that that would be wise of them to put themselves like what are you what are you serving that in your food for yeah, i mean like, that's an experience deal like to make them hungry who's gonna who's gonna sprinkle their hippie lettuce i mean some, they're already there but who's gonna sprinkle some more <laughs> who's gonna throw that in the patch johnson is like who's sprinkle gonna do some that? Of that on there johnson like who would waste their weed on like a, a thai dish that's why I find this hard to believe. This feels like a scam. I like, mean, you're not wasting weed. It's not weed. It's it's the the it's the it's, compound. Yeah, it's the yeah. compound in it. Again, I so don't you smoke can like weed. make you can make butter. You don't have to smoke weed. It could be like in a okay. liquid form. It could be in anything. Like alcohol, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't. He's trying to act all naive. You have an IPA like, with THC. It's not, it's not cute. Look, it's not a cute deal. What really? you're doing right now, Jonas. You don't have to attack um, myself and my Amish uh, heritage. Uh, we not, just, we it's don't just not, it's not, not cute. THC. Like, acting naive is not yeah. cute. Go, Next, he's going to talk else. to us about his lactose intolerance. Yeah. No, I, uh, I don't well, even know what you're referring to. They could have THC and lactose, too. Okay. Well, you know, it's probably did. It's called butter. Yeah. 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 Probably did. Milk. Called Jonas is going to need some TLC. Call it bud milk. You know, I just, by the way, off note. Yeah, here we go. Thai food, Indian food, or Chinese food? What are you going with? Ooh, if it's good Thai food, I'd pick that over all of it. Yeah. But Chinese food, I'm, I'd probably I'm going to go with Indian. Oh, okay. there Chinese it is. Food. My I, man. I, curry. I, love, right. I, I love curry. How does oh, that man. not mess up your stomach, Jonas? I lo- I do, that's the thing. Oh, I it keep, messes my stomach up. I, I love Indian food. Still do it. Yeah, but, but it's a tolerable. Uh, but it's not Honey Nut Cheerios. That's <laughs> <what I'm gonna laughs> <keep>. Ew. <laughs> 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.